0: Well, thank you for listening. This is Until All Have Heard with Ed Cannon, who is the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Ed, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Wayne. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Here we are. The year that we thought would never end is over, 2020, right? Actually, you know what? We talk about all the bad things in 2020, and there certainly was a long list, but there were a lot of opportunities as well, don't you think?
1: Well, for FEBC, there certainly were. And I don't ever want to... Uh downplay the the negativity of illness and economic suffering and death that so many families went through. However, we have seen such a remarkable increase in the number of listeners that we've seen uh, responding mm-hmm. to our programs all across the world. Uh, a bit of an openness even in some countries where the rules and regulations about our broadcasts were sort of oppressive and we've yeah. seen a new openness, which I am grateful to
0: God for. So let's give it thanks for those good things.
1: Yeah. And and in, in following up, Wayne, I wanted to share with you, you know, just coming out of the Christmas season, I, I spent some time with some of our staff doing devotionals and, and speaking about uh, messages that come to us at the Christmas season. And, and I stumbled across one that was quite different, and I used this quite a lot this year. And, and in reflecting, I find it's more of a message for me about the COVID season than it mm-hmm. really was about Christmas. So mm-hmm. let me share this with you, if you don't mind. It's from sure. Galatians chapter 4, starting in verse 4. It says, When the fullness of time was come, God sent his son, born of a woman under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive the full rights of sons. And of course, that's the salvation message he's talking about. And he sent Jesus to deliver that salvation message. But at the beginning of that verse, it said, when the fullness of time had come, which suggests to me that God orchestrated all of the situations in the world in such a way as to allow his message to efficiently spread throughout the world and and catch in such a way—
0: At the perfect time.
1: At the perfect time. Uh, many pastors have suggested that uh, the Greek language was uh, well-spoken and well-understood so that there was an ease of communication from country to country. For the first time in the history of the world, travel was becoming more global as all these Roman roads were built, allowing— trade and exchange to go on, but also allowing people to commune to different countries so that they could share the Bible. And That's what the whole book of Acts is all about. Mm -hmm. And as I was sharing this as a Christmas devotion, it occurred to me that the same sorts of things are happening right now through the ministry that we see because of the COVID virus. People are locked away in their homes. They can't visit their church. They can't talk to their neighbors. They can't shop. There's very little for them to do. And they turn to the few things that can penetrate the barriers of the COVID lockdown. Guess what? Radio, cell phone apps, the internet. And that's why we believe people have had this giant resurgence in the amount of hours that we're seeing downloaded off off of the internet and because of God's powerful message, which can relieve the anxieties and tensions caused by all these difficulties. That's why not only are the people listening, but more importantly, they're responding in huge
0: numbers. So in a sense, this is in the fullness of time that God has given us the opportunities that we have right now.
1: Absolutely. Let me give you one specific example, Wayne. I was really encouraged our our staff in some of the Russian-speaking countries realized that, unlike here in America, the churches in that region don't have the technology to be able to live-stream Sunday worship. I think mm-hmm. many of us have, have attended church in these last few months via live-streaming, and we take for granted that that technology is a tremendous gift from God. But also, many of the countries where FEBC serves— they don't have that capacity. These churches are struggling just to pay their personal bills and, and the electric bill to keep the lights on in the church. They don't have technology that allows them to stream their services to their listeners. So FEBC made it known to anyone that, that we work with that we can help them with that technology. We can help you actually set up streaming content for your Sunday services. And many churches took us up on that. Well, that idea emerged into something far bigger than just sharing the Sunday services. We started encouraging groups at the church to form in uh, Bible discussion groups, small groups, as you might think, and they use the radio programming as a curriculum or a content to stimulate the discussions of the groups.
0: That's a great idea.
1: Literally, hundreds, maybe even thousands of these groups have popped up all across the Russian speaking languages, and the pastors are so grateful. They say, not only have you helped us in streaming the content of church services on Sunday so that we can stay connected to our people, but you've brought an extra element of discipleship to our church that wasn't available to us before. So many great things come from this. Our partnership with the churches are strengthened. The church's ability to reach out to their people are strengthened, but most importantly, In this fullness of time, God has put technology and the COVID virus together to allow FEBC to partner with local churches in such a way as to gather the people together in conversations about faith and hope in Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, and and I've learned this about FEBC. I, I admire the flexibility of our team around the world. To make these changes on the fly, so to speak, you know, to respond to the situation, not to be so locked into something that they can't adapt to what the situation is like COVID. I mean, it's amazing what our team has been able to to accomplish.
1: And, you know, when I talk to our team, Wayne, around the world, I like to use the word innovation and I compliment them on their innovation. And to a person, they always turn it back to God in ultimate humility. Our staff are constantly saying, oh, Ed, this is not of us. It wasn't our idea. It's not the technology that we've developed. It's what God's given us. Mm-hmm. This is an exact quote from one of our leaders in Thailand. He said, it's not because of our competence. It's because of God that these things Amen. are happening. Yeah. And so this is why I've connected yeah. this whole thing to that phrase in Galatians, in the fullness of time. And I think that's exactly the way God is still working and will until the very end when his son returns.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. When I hear the phrase, in the fullness of time, I think ahead. I think to, even so, come Lord Jesus, because there's another in the fullness of time is yet to happen.
1: Certainly. And in between then and now, and then and when Christ came to earth, and even and then and all the way back to the book of Genesis, God has had a plan, and these things are happening according to his plan, orchestrated exactly as he has known and prescribed all along. Today's uh, environment with the COVID virus, I think, is just one very important step in God's overall plan to effectively call people to himself. And he might have to use some difficult times and trials in order to get Mm -hmm. people's hearts to open up. He might have to use some difficult economic times so that the technology that's available to us allows the freedom of transmission into places where otherwise those doors were closed and it was locked out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well this is so encouraging Ed to hear you talk about these things. Here we are the first uh, week of the new year. Is there other scripture you've been thinking about here as we you know exit the holiday time and come into this uh, new year time?
1: Yes, actually but you're going to have to wait while I flip through my Bible here cuz I Okay,
0: you know what? We love Bible noise. So you go right ahead.
1: <laughs> right, right. I know what you're thinking about there Wayne, but if if you read in 1st Peter chapter 1 starting in verse 6 in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come to you so that your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So I think about that way in 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 this time of COVID. It's not only that people are being introduced to a faith that they haven't understood before or hearing the gospel for the first time, but it's refining our faith through difficult times. God is giving us a choice. Do you choose me or do you choose the things of the world? And the things of the world are perishing, are falling away and cannot offer you hope that you might think the government can't help you, doctors can't help you, the medical community can't help you. The only thing that can provide true faith and hope in this world is the everlasting message of the salvation of Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. That passage isn't just for those who live in other parts of the world that are suffering persecution and don't live lives of ease, that's for us. Even though we have it easier many times in this country, we need to understand these things as well.
1: One of my all-time favorite verses, Wayne, is when, and it's in three of the four Gospels, is when Christ looked at his apostles and said, if you would be my disciples, you will deny yourself Mm -hmm. and pick up your cross daily and follow me. And we all remember the part about picking up our cross, and certainly I've heard many expressions of people referring to their cross. Yeah. However, it's the deny yourself word that I like to grip onto. Think about a challenge for today. What have we as Americans denied ourselves in order to serve Christ? It's a challenge, but in three of the four Gospels, that's recorded as Christ's message and speaking directly to his apostles, if you would be my disciple, you will deny yourself. So that's my challenge for our, our friends today as we think about how the coronavirus has come and, and stopped us in our tracks, basically suggesting God saying to us, sit down, be still, and listen, because I have a message for you. And that message is not only that we place our faith in Him, but we serve Him the way He has asked us to. What have we given up in order to serve Him? I'm humbled constantly, Wayne, when I see the staff of FEBC in countries like Myanmar and Thailand and Indonesia, the way they live, sacrificially, with the priority of their life, sharing the good news of Jesus with others.
0: I really appreciate the challenge you've put before us here today, Ed. Before we leave, though, I've got to ask you, if there's one thing we could ask our listeners to pray for about FEBC, what would that one thing be? What's uppermost in your mind as we start this new year?
1: Well, can, can I ask if I can change that into two? I'd really All like right. to I'll, change. I'll, I'll let you do that. Okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> So, first, it's that um, we struggle greatly to hire people to 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 bring new staff on to this to the organization of FBC. When you're working in a country that has maybe one percent Christian, and we're trying to hire talented, gifted, dedicated, passionate people that are innovative and inspired to proclaim yeah. God's word. We're yeah. fishing And they need a, to be
0: able to handle God's word, don't they?
1: They they do. There's so many requirements that are it's so difficult. There's so few people to find that are indigenous, that speak the native language, that understand the culture, that love Christ, that understand theology. So I would pray that we could find these people. God needs to send those people to us. So I need your prayers to help us to find those. But that's number one. Secondly, and this has always been my number one prayer request for those who partner in prayer with FEBC, and that is that millions of people listen to our content. Perhaps 50 million, perhaps 100 million are listening to Mm. FEBC's content.
0: It's entirely possible, yeah.
1: So I would ask you to pray to open and prepare their hearts in such a way that when they hear the good news of Christ, they will respond and come to faith. That heart preparation is the work of the Spirit. We can't do it. But your prayer can prepare those people even before they know they're going to dial into the radio program or download some spiritual content. And when they hear the Word, please join me and pray that they will come to faith.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we have some folks listening right now who will take up those prayer challenges from Ed Cannon here on Until All Have Heard. Well, of course, we have much more information on our website, febc.org. This podcast is now on the website there for easy uh, access to the podcast. So spread the word among your friends and family that this is available. You can also listen at Apple Podcasts on Spotify, Google Play, other podcast platforms, And do us the favor of reviewing this podcast so that others can learn about what we're all about here at the Far East Broadcasting Company. And thanks for your time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Wayne, and to all of our listeners. So let's see what God will do for His glory in this new year.
1: And thanks for listening. Continue to pray for those people around the earth that this year might be the year that they come to know Jesus Christ.
0: This has been Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company.